0: Unveiled with Niva Nessa, a GoLite original podcast. I'm Nessa, and this is episode five of Unveiled. So, on this week's episode, we're delving into imposter syndrome, feeling like a fraud, but coming back to your why. And we're also feeling and handling those intrusive thoughts, including the feeling of FOMO. FOMO is real. It's the pits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, this podcast is brought to you by Goled.
0: Goled is the home of Irish podcasts.
1: The Go Loud app is available to download for free now on the App Store.
0: So you'll also find new episodes of Unveiled every Monday, first on the Go Loud app and then all major podcast platforms as well. Woo! (laughs) Woo! Well, how are you? I missed you. I missed you. I haven't seen you. in like our first week not being neighbours. It
1: is. Yeah. It's really sad. I really miss you. I miss our walks. I miss just... Being able to just catch up with you very, very quickly. I know. And if I want to see you within 30 minutes, I absolutely can. we make it happen. You're going to have to move. I know. What am I going to do?
0: We'll do another podcast, will we? <laughs> just for me and you. <laughs> <laughs> a phone call, they call us. A phone call. A voice note. <laughs> well, how's your week been? My week has been
1: extremely eventful. Frazzled. I've frazzled. I'm frazzled, Darren. <laughs> I am the epitome of, I'm frazzled. Yeah. Um, yeah. God love me. I'm giving big big time Gemma. What's her second name again? Colin. Yeah, Gemma Colin. Excuse me for not remembering her yeah. second name. Giving big time Gemma Collins frazzled. I came back and I've just been living out of a came suitcase. Came back from where? Okay, sorry, I came back from Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but remember, I recorded the podcast on yeah. Saturday, but I was on my way to Forbidden Fruit, so I had to... I was working with White Claw, then I was working with ASICS for the mini marathon, but in between all that, I saw Beyonce... I was living out of a case I was working with Primark over in London
0: yeah glam glam g-
1: glam 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 go 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 and then I am mm-hmm. flying out tonight now for a wedding in Portugal which I am excited for but it's just you only feel like these things just come at a really bad time and I just feel like I'm living out of a case that my house is like a tip and I'm trying to get work done before I get over there because I'm not carrying my big tripod over yeah. with me you know
0: but other than that, grateful to be alive. Yeah, that's good. I always feel <laughs> when you talk about all that stuff, I'm like, Jesus, there's a lot to be said for a 9-to-5. A lot to be said. Now, we nine-to-five. don't want you to pivot to the 9-to-5s because we... <laughs> 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 we'll have been on your coattails. <laughs> I'm glad I'm in a 9-to-5. I know, I
1: know. It's just one of those weeks, but it's either a feast that a famine with me and to these couple of weeks have been like a feast. It's like non-stop, non-stop. Yeah. But enough about me, more about you. Well, come here.
0: I can't really follow that. My, my my week was grand, like, but it wasn't as glam as yours. Well, yours was busy. You
1: moved into your new house.
0: Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, so I don't exciting. know if I'll ever not be dusty again. There's just dust everywhere. Yeah. I, like, was looking at myself in work yesterday and I was like, oh, whoa, what the fuck? I looked proper, I'm not going to say scruffy, but, like, it looked like I'd fallen over. <laughs> Look like I'd had a fall on the way to
1: work. <laughs> but I didn't. So maybe equally as frazzled. It is so stressful yeah, oh moving into a new house. Your your clothes, everything are just in boxes, you're
0: trying to You lose the essentials well. I'm like, where is my hairbrush? Yeah. I, was, I have a hat on right now, okay? It's fucking roast it's now. Really though. Yeah, it's a nice hat, but I can't find my hairbrush. Yeah, it's all
1: those little basics that you forget and yeah. they're all in with everything and pulling them all out. That's how I feel about my suitcase at the moment. I've, like, three suitcases opened, shit
0: still in them from Nice, London, and now trying to navigate. Would you be, when you come home, like, on a normal, in a normal lifetime, would you come home and unpack straight away? Um. Yeah, I would, actually. I'm a bit of an unpacker. um.
1: But, obviously, I just came home from Nice and then I was... The next day I was out yeah. to London so and I shit myself and Penny. Niamh, so. yeah, I've been thinking
0: about that so much. The st- you tell me less, it, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. tell me <laughs> less shocking things regularly that I really don't need to know. You didn't tell me or any of our friends that you shit yourself. We all had to find out on the podcast. I, well I told you. Uh, yeah. no you
1: didn't tell me well I told everyone at the Sinead Says Sinead Says podcast yeah. which to be honest I couldn't tell you how busy I was that day Yeah, I had no time to be texting anyone Fucking I was God. just trying to get to A to B yeah. B to C and then home and get ready and get packed and yeah. anyway it's enough about me moaning I'm mm-hmm. grateful for life and the tummy's much better
0: That's thanks all good. for asking well we're all very very grateful for that <laughs> I'm definitely grateful <laughs> um, I've had something on my mind there for the last day or two that I want to get off my chest oh uh-huh. What? It's read Aura, right? What? No. <laughs> I want to talk about it. I want to discuss it as a group. I'm putting it out there to whoever's listening. <laughs> if anyone ever sees me and wants to talk about it, I'm ready to rock. You're open. She is an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I actually, this, th- I came across this TikTok. I've already felt this way f- for years about her, okay? Yeah. Came across this TikTok yesterday being like, I just want to know who... Who is keeping Rita Ora afloat? Like, who are her fans? What are you doing? Like, how is she still here? Okay, I know she was on the Eurovision. Neve, she was at the Met.
1: Oh my God, she was at the this Met. year. How? How? Like, she, she also. I'm hoping you did some research so you can let me know why she was at the Met. No, like, there's no answers. Oh, it's like the Illuminati.
0: This is what I can't oh, understand. Hey, okay. so I, even the Telegraph did. Um, an Interview about her. Go on. About, but like, basically, what the fuck? Like, has anyone got any answers on her? Like, she's not the
1: Telegraph. The Telegraph. I, I had the same questions as you did.
0: Yeah. So, The Telegraph did an article on her, just being like, here, what's the story? Or read it, or. She they called her. Go on. <laughs> I'd be deaf. She's music's ultimate trier. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I know. The Telegraph. Oh, the, the Telegraph. Do you know, like, It's kind of just like she's like a dodgy car salesman or something, or like a jack of all trades. Like (laughs) she's been on the weirdest things. Let me tell you some of the stuff. I already said the mess, which I just find. I find, I just find that mad. I don't know why she'd be at the mess. It sent me into orbit. I was like, I need an answer into that, but I don't have the headspace to go and say (laughs) it. She was a judge on The Voice. I found that bizarre. Um, no, I. mm, Neve. What? That's, bizar- that's bizarre, I'm sorry. Well, who,
1: I suppose, maybe a lot of people don't want to do the voice and she was like one of the candidates that said, hey.
0: This is almost as shocking as The Met. She replaced yeah. Tyra Banks as the host of America's Tech Next Top Model. What? Yeah. Oh my God, this is just getting weird. Make it make sense. And weirder. I know. So,
1: see, I I actually don't know a lot about Rita Ora. No, was, but this but is the say, thing. Nobody really does.
0: She's an enigma. I know, I, I like two of her songs, I think. Which or will one?
1: Because it's all about tonight.
0: Yeah, but God love you, because that's not her, that's Pixie Lott. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not your fault, that's Rita Ora's fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, God love me. Oh, God love her. You no, know, there is a Rita Ora, Rita Ora song, can I just look it up? But that says enough in itself Like you don't know know. There's nothing coming I just just want to give her one compliment Because this is um, She also did a collaboration with Cardi B There a while ago right What? No listen to this Cardi B tweeted us Being like I'm working with some not so big But very talented people And one of them was Rita Ora And she referred to Rita Ora as not being big Which I thought was a scream (laughs) But she's right But no she's right and she's wrong Like she must have a really... She must have the same agent as James Corden because that man's everywhere. You know what? I have been told
1: by many people that he isn't a nice guy. Neve, I can't even go there about him.
0: Penny you Are you for serious? You don't know I I used to load love I loathe that man him. with the heat of a thousand suns. I detest him. <laughs> I detest him. I know, a lot of people do. But me and James Cavanagh, that's our... Um, that's our currency with each I other. I know. I actually see you both talking. And about it. remember when they read the guy and Was up from Balthazar's in New York? Oh, yeah. God. I felt like I was behind the demise of him. I was like, my time has come. And did you see him recently talking to Chloe on the recent oh, episode why? of. Why was, Lou, was he on The Kardashians? The Kardashians. But that's a whole train wreck himself. Why? Okay, the, their opening episode, we're watching one of them, a Kylie, learn how to drive. I know, it's sick. Yeah. Grow up. I know. Are you over the collections? They're done. They're done. They're on the way down. Yeah, I think so too. I just have a real love for Kim. Oh, I love Kim. Yeah, and I do like Chloe. She's grand. She's I'm grand. over them. I'm sick of them. <laughs> I'm. i I'm, I'm just forget <laughs> it. Like I'm just over it. Everybody is.
1: Rita Ora did a recent song that I kind of like, you know, and she, I think she sang it at the Eurovision. I like to praise you like a. Oh my God, Neve
0: Are you like winding me up? That's right. Fat Boy Slim. Yeah, with Fat Feet Fat Boy Slim. How, how is she collabing with Fatboy Slim? <laughs> what is going <laughs> the on? List goes she, on. The Illuminati. I'm sorry. Do you believe in the Illuminati? We'll find out next week if we're not here.
1: <laughs> it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Why do? You, if you talk about it, you, you oh, go I, away.
0: Oh, it's ooky spooky. I don't want yes. anybody to see that. I I don't know. Oh gosh. I both- don't know. Do I'm you hear right. me? <laughs> Illuminati. So, yeah, it actually... She actually sits nicely now this week with our topic because Mm. you'd wonder, does she ever feel imposter syndrome? She should. (laughs) She should. (laughs) Jesus, poor Rita. I know, no, I... I I know, I'm only
1: joking. Well, you're dead right when you put that all in front of me about her. I actually have so many questions.
0: I say she... I mean, I feel like a lot of people would feel imposter syndrome. I, I find... It comes for me in spurts. Okay. Okay. So I found when I started out in my I suppose you could call it a career, I don't know. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well I got yeah. Yeah, out of college gone. Yeah, into a job yeah, yeah. Your first
0: your worked, first worked, like corporate job yeah. was like twenty sixteen. So I'm really bad at math. So I don't know when that was. It was a while ago. Um I felt like, oh my God, earth shattering. Like imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like every day going into work because I just felt like, oh God, I'm I I I'm going to be found out now that I actually can't do my job. And, and then because you
1: feel like you could, you were well able to do. Your but job. yeah,
0: I was, and mm. I wasn't ever pulled on anything. You know what I mean? I yeah. was told oh You're doing a good job and all, but like mm. I just, it was like it was debilitating at times. And I, yeah, I look back and I feel bad for myself because I'm like, I was so anxious in times where nothing was wrong. Yeah. You know, and it was I like, I like. It's like that analogy and it's like you're walking around with an umbrella in the sun waiting for the rain, if yeah. you know what I mean. Oh yeah, that's a good. Analogy. Yeah, like yeah. that's how I felt. I look back and there was there was no need for me to feel that way. Mm, mm. So I find now the older I get or the more I progress or find my feet in my career, it definitely still appears. It appears. But yeah. it would come more in spurts or bursts mm, rather yeah. than every day. Every day. Yeah. What about you?
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I suppose, like, I would feel imposter syndrome quite a bit. Um, more so because my job is just, what is my job? Do you know what I mean? Well, it's, like, you. It's, it's you. It's you. It's that. Yeah, yeah, it's me.
0: You're the brand. So
1: yeah, I and I suppose when I was looking into imposter syndrome before, and I definitely felt it really last year, but I think that came with, you know, how I was feeling. And when I suppose when you're feeling anxious um, you, you're you definitely kind of looking really internally and you have a lot of self-doubt so that imposter syndrome was really up at the surface for me last year yeah but like imposter syndrome is actually just a belief you know it's like the belief your belief system
0: it's a mental
1: yeah it's, yeah, it's like your mental belief <clears throat> yeah you know and it's just like I suppose changing that belief but then sometimes it can be really really hard like even like when I was doing Wellfest just yeah. recently Imposter syndrome sank in yeah. hugely. So I was headlining the main stage, I think on the Saturday, and I was like, What? Why on earth am I headlining the main stage? But mm. like the likes of the body coach, mm. Maeve Madden, Pound Fitness. So I was like, What am I doing? Like, I could just, and that imposter syndrome really sat in on me. And unfortunately, now I finally got myself out of it. I could mm. see myself, it was eating away at me yeah. more, and I found myself. Yeah getting kind of worried and anxious and I was like trying to like be like no this is just you thinking this you know Mm -hmm. people are going to come to your and if they don't so want you just give it your socks anyway just give it socks anyway (laughs) give them your socks (laughs) (laughs) throw out my socks (laughs) (laughs) my sweaty socks (laughs) (laughs) yeah I suppose like because my job what is my job my job is me as you said like the imposter syndrome sits in kind of daily with me sometimes and I just try and navigate the imposter syndrome because I'm coming on and my job is me and
0: you how know. do you navigate that then like what would pull you out um probably
1: chatting to my friends or chatting to you or chatting to somebody like I'm feeling you know so anxious about this like I don't like you know even I remember being asked to go in and do a panel talk for people in college about like you know overcoming anxiety and you know depression and I was like why would they want me and like why would they why would they not want an expert and I'm not you know Jesus why would they want me but I suppose when I look at it then at a bigger picture they just want you know a kind of like normal person who's been honest and open about it
0: to come in and talk to people like they're that's literally the perfect person who should be on a panel talking talking about somebody who's lived mm. through that you know. I suppose when you look
1: at imposter syndrome there's like so many things it's like trying to like high perform, you're a perfectionist.
0: Yeah I know we were looking up that there's actually five different types mm-hmm. of imposter syndrome right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read them out um, so there's the perfectionist mm-hmm. there's the super woman or man Yeah. there's the natural genius Okay. the soloist and the expert. And all of those headings would never be words that I would associate with someone who would have imposter syndrome, yeah. especially not like the perfectionist. You know, mm-hmm. like for me, or, or the, the natural genius. Like for me, my interpretation of imposter syndrome is not feeling good enough to be doing the job or what yeah. the task that yeah. you're you're the opportunity that's come your way. You're not mm. deserving of it. Yeah. In, that's what I would translate. Yeah, and and I can really relate to that. That's how I feel a lot of the time with work stuff. But don't you think it's weird then that it's like if you're a perfectionist sometimes, Mm -hmm. that would actually equate to imposter syndrome. I would have never thought that. I know, never completely happy with their work, fixated on their
1: flaws instead of their strengths.
0: Yeah, and if you've ever been accused of being a micromanager, that's actually a trait of imposter syndrome. That blows my mind. Yeah. Because to me, I would translate that as, someone micromanaging me would make me feel that I'm not trusted to do the job myself. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Which would make me feel like, yeah, grant, my imposter syndrome is real. Yeah. If that makes sense.
1: And even the soloist prefer to work alone won't ask for help for fear of appearing weak or incompetent.
0: Well, I think that makes sense. Mm. Like you don't want... And actually, I used to find that earlier on in my career. I'd be like... I cannot ask that question. No way. Even, really? like, I just would be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I can't. But now I'm like, if I have a question, just you have to ask. ask. Yeah, because yeah, that's how you're going to know. And there, there genuinely isn't... Oh, there's some stupid questions. I know people... Like, yeah. there's not just like there is a few, but like... There is a few. For the most part, there's not. And If you ask a stupid question, fuck it, no one will remember.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think it's so important to ask questions because the only thing when you're asking questions is that you're learning constantly and I think that's the most important thing. So the five types of imposter syndrome, I'm trying to see where I fall into on in that because I'm just thinking of how much I really felt it last year. And I remember after going through all the legal stuff, I literally felt not capable of like teaching a class anymore. Like it really affected my confidence and even coming online and talking about like some of my wellness things and like tips and tricks I literally felt like a total imposter and it used to get me like so down because it was like this constant constant negative self self self-doubt and self-talk I'd like totally talk myself down and it was like really unfortunate because I remember looking back just before that all happened I was so excited to start my business and I felt so equipped with all the different things yeah, I was going you, to do. I had yeah. so much, I suppose I had a lot of experience over the years. You were backing yourself was, though. You were, yeah, yeah, I was able to back myself where like last year when all of that happened, <laughs> it was just like this constant negative self-talk and a lot of like, I suppose, what a, what would accompany, um, what would accompany, you know, imposter syndrome is actually anxiety and depression as well. And I can just really relate to that part of imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. especially when you're feeling so down. And I mean, if you've had like any, you know, any point in your career, any point in your life where you feel like you've been knocked, that's, that. that I suppose that's when you're definitely going to feel like the imposter syndrome. And for me, I know I'm only coming around now and I'm like, even at Wellfest for an example, I was like, oh God, I feel like a fraud. Yeah. Yes, I'm fully qualified yeah. to teach a class and I've so much experience and I know what I'm doing. I could probably teach some of my fun fitness sweat classes in my sleep but, like, coming off the back of last year, it's mad how much that imposter syndrome can really sabotage, you know, your confidence and how you feel in your
0: everyday life with what, what involves, like, your work. Yeah. I I don't know, like, that's, like, next level, mm. imposter. I don't know what level that is. Like, yeah, it, I
1: know. That's what I'm just, like, I'm trying to see where I fall into those five examples. And yeah.
0: Because like, normally, well, I I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would imagine when people come up against imposter syndrome in day to day, it's not off the back of something as heavy as that as well. I know. They might have not even had. No, so I'm saying like fair play to you for Mm. kind of pushing through. But like, can you, did you think looking back when you were in it, did you realise you were having imposter syndrome or, or is it only when you look back now? I think
1: it's only when I look back now because obviously there was so much going on. And as well, like I was being told by these people that everything I did was wrong. and that,
0: I honestly don't think that's imposter syndrome. Like, that is like, just being a... Well, no, but what it is,
1: what, <laughs> like, what it did lead to was imposter syndrome because yeah. off the back. bat, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt not capable to come on... B- because re- they were in your head. Yeah, in my head, telling me that... Well, like, like, they were in I your had, ear, rather. You know, I had no ideas. It was all them and all this kind of stuff. Well, that's another episode that we can get into on that as well. But I mean, what... And I suppose anyone who's listening who feels like they're imposter syndrome came from like external yeah things like that can, can be confidence w- not. It can be really be from that, whether it's someone in your relationship that's quite toxic that kind of like knocks you down or there's someone in work that's like this micromanager who's like not letting you perform or not letting you excel and making you feel like you're not good enough. Yeah, yeah. Like it's all those little things that can happen from outside influences that I really felt was the beginning of my imposter syndrome that I'm still kind of living with daily like I'm still building yourself still building myself up and when I look back over the years I kind of used to like not really care I used to like you know what I'm just gonna get up and do it fuck it whatever happens happens but then having this outside force come in then and tell me that I wasn't essentially good enough and what like what I suppose it just got really toxic towards the end but like on the back of that then was just like this insanely deep imposter syndrome and I felt like a fraud and led to me not coming on to even chat
0: on my stories How did you evening. push out of that then Eve? Um Because you're like I know you're saying it's something you're still kind of battling Yeah but like yeah. you're far more back in, in your it. arena than you were mm. back then I think like it's all about it depends I suppose it's what level you feel mm. of
1: imposter syndromes I suppose like as we looked at the five types and then I suppose what level are you on the scale of imposter syndrome? Sometimes, you, as you said, you can it can come in spurts for you or it can be a daily thing or you could just have like a really bad case of it and you're just trying to get yourself on like the good foot of going forward.
0: You kind of have to just get on with it, don't you? Like yeah. with work, like I'm saying, yeah. like if I... If I had imposter syndrome at work, I can't be like, to my manager, come here, I actually am feeling very imposter, so I'm going to pop home. You know what I mean? Like, you can't can't do that. Like, you have to just get on with it. Yeah.
1: I also think as well when you're kind of, I suppose in what situation that you're in, whether it's work or whether it's a hobby or whether it's whatever you're doing and you feel imposter syndrome, I suppose what helped me was like, I always come back to my why. Yeah. And, like, why am I doing this? My why was always really important to be like, why am I doing this and why do I feel this way that I actually want to break through this imposter syndrome? Because I love what I'm doing. My why is that, like, I feel passionate about this. It's something that... You know you're good at I I know I'm good at it. And it's something that, like, I feel like I could do in my sleep. And it's just something that I feel super passionate about. And then I suppose, you know, I suppose, yeah, it's just coming back to the why. And I feel like that helped me a lot. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I suppose it's just like taking those baby steps then going forward with your why and always coming back to your why be like you know what sometimes I may slip up sometimes I may make mistakes but just like to just keep going with this and know that like it's just like that negative if you kind of switch the narrative in your head of this like negative self-doubt it can be hard but you just kind of have to keep working
0: with this yeah no I, I agree Or like I even find it now like with doing the podcast like when we're in mm-hmm. here like me you and do you feel like an imposter no no and not in here really enjoy it Mm. like and then like you might come away and be like I feel like that was really good but then some weeks when it goes out I'm like oh my god what (laughs) even though like the feedback will be good and everything but it's just like you're in your head you're like I know oh god are people like oh that's shy but even if they are who cares cares? you know what I mean it doesn't matter because you're at the end of the day it's just something we're doing so I know it doesn't matter it's so awful how we can <clears throat> really individually manifest
1: that self doubt yeah, so, yeah you know you like almost manifest it for yourself you create it in your own yeah, head you're yeah. the person
0: telling you here come here yeah everyone's laughing at you <laughs> and I remember
1: speaking to someone um, about this before I was actually my I saw a life coach during Covid just to kind of I suppose everyone was feeling a little bit kind of out of sorts during Covid yeah we had really had time to think, didn't we? We were kind of left to our own devices and the world just kind of stopped and we all had these. And I was having to think, being like, oh God. You know, and I wanted to start up my business at the time. So I was just getting a life coach. And when I was talking to him about, you know, feeling the imposter syndrome, it was just like, do you know, like nine times out of 10, people aren't thinking of other people, they're just thinking about themselves. So if you walk into like a room and everyone stands up to have like a piece to say, let's just say we're going to a women's circle and you want to talk about something like nine times out of 10 people might take away what you're saying but really they're just thinking about themselves and what they want to say and how they come across so when you're entering into like any sort of thing whether it be a competition people are looking at you being like oh yeah that's amazing but I'm up next and I want to do what I want to do so I suppose when you think of imposter syndrome you're almost thinking what other people think as well yeah where it's, I think it's like nearly a fact that a lot of people are actually just thinking of themselves and how they're going to put their next foot forward. And I always think that stayed with me too and I, that's what I was thinking at Wellfest. Although I had like, I don't know how many heads looking at me, but I was just like, they're just maybe going to forget about this today. Give it your all, give it your best, be yourself and that's enjoy all you can kind of yeah. be and just enjoy it. That, that
0: point that you just said there about no now you paying attention to you? Like, that actually got me through and gets me through not so much in work now because people kind of, if you're presenting at work, it's mm-hmm. normally to a smaller group on a project mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I was in college, I used to have to do loads of presentations and I was like... Like I've got my degree now, so it doesn't matter. They won't care. But like, if someone was presenting, I'd literally be like, oh, "I don't care about this. I'm going on my phone. Yeah. I am no more interested in what you're saying <laughs> unless it's my mate." Yeah. And I know that everyone else on the other end of that was the exact same for me. Yeah. The only person yeah. who was listening was probably the lecturer, if even. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? So that always helped me. I used to tell myself over that, over and over again, if I had a big presentation or public speaking coming up. Yeah. It just made me feel better. Didn't uh, Darren Gary's dad always say that like the one piece of advice is like nobody gives a fuck about you except yeah. yourself. Yeah.
1: It is so true. true. And it's so true. Like everyone is on their own individual journey. Like... And we're all narcissists like, in our own right. Yeah. We're all just wrapped up in ourselves really. Yeah. True. And like sometimes there's you should be like that because you're the one that has to get up every day and put your best foot forward. Get yourself in line if you can. Could be having a bad day. Could be having a good day. But the only person that is going to get you up and back you is yourself obviously you have support from friends and family you know when it comes and goes but really at the end of the day it's you that's getting yourself up in the morning yeah do you know like mentally you're getting up you're on your own journey you know you just need to block out that self doubt and it's just navigating and trying not to manifest that you know negative self talk and I think once you come back to your why so anytime like you're feeling doubtful or anything you're like now hang on a second why am I doing this because and if your why isn't, you know, if you're not justified by your why, well then, you know, maybe you're doing the wrong thing or maybe you need to
0: change some things that
1: you're doing. But I think... To yeah, but I, I
0: feel that uh, so many people probably don't know their why. Mm. You know, yeah, like I think yeah. you're very lucky to know your why. Like I don't... Yeah, that's so true. I, I don't... I don't know if I have a why, and if really? I don't know if I have a why, then I probably don't like. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> but I like, suppose, like for me, you work to like. Yeah, I really like my job, and I really mm. like the area that I'm in. But like, you know, it's y- you work to fund your life and yeah, live I your know. life. You know, yeah. whereas you're in an area where it's it's kind of complete different. passion. Yeah, Pro- and very individual. Like I'm
1: not working in a team, and I'm not. I don't have a manager over me, and I'm not. Yeah, working for the next pitch or the next presentation. I'm yeah. kind of just working for myself. So I suppose that's where I sit in with my why.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, and and like I'm very happy, as I say, a P-A-Y P-A-Y. P-A-Y. Yeah. Yeah. Pay. Princess. Princess. Loves it. <laughs> like really. Like I love my job. My career. Blah 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 blah. But I could not be saying now every morning I'm getting up, and that's my why. And I'd say a lot of people are like that. Oh, 1,000%. And I really am envious of people who, well, I'm not now because I'm more on the track, but like, remember you being in college with people and they'd be like, I'm going to be a nurse, I'm going to be a teacher, I'm going to be this. I'm like, your whole life is, well, not your whole life, but like, you know exactly where you want to go. Mm -hmm. Like, I still don't know where I want to go. Like, every year it's just kind of rolling around and I'm following it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Well, I'm the same, to be honest. I'm just... Well, I suppose I did know where I kind of wanted to go and then that was whew, whipped yeah. from me. Yeah. And now I'm just trying to get my feet back.
0: But you still have your why. I still have my why, yeah. Yeah, yeah I but that's, so. I, I like, people who have their why, you don't know how like lucky that is or yeah. precious.
1: And on that as well, I suppose, looking at imposter syndrome, while it falls into so many different things and it's on a different scale, it's like just trying to control those
0: intrusive thoughts, do you know? yeah do you reckon FOMO would be like an intrusive thought Um. yeah
1: maybe like it comes in straight away doesn't it or I suppose for me an intrusive thought is like you know negative but I suppose FOMO is a little bit negative isn't
0: it FOMO's horrific it is horrific it is you get, fo- do you, you, you Neve? I was gonna say, you are <laughs> FOMO phobic, like, you are, you, not so I, much anymore. Neve, would you give it a rest? You are one, you're uh, the worst person I've ever met to suffer from, from, <laughs> from, from FOMO.
1: Um, I don't know why I get FOMO so much, you know what I think it is. Well, I feel like I get it a lot lately and I know I keep going back to Ah. last year. But I feel like I just didn't take in a lot of the fun times last year and with over COVID. So anytime I see my friends going out, I'm in such a better headspace and such a better position. Like when I went to Forbidden Fruit there, like so many people, like some of our close friends were like, Niamh, you're back." I'll oh, give it a rest, really, because I wasn't there. I oh well, you I know
0: d- I have FOMO over oh, that. Yeah, I know, but sorry, but just it's to very give triggering you triggering for me.
1: I know, sorry. Well, go on, tell me what was going through. Did it just appear that intrusive? I don't thought do, do this gone? podcast
0: anymore. It's <laughs> stupid, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I I feel that like I used to have like get really bad FOMO, and I would. I would let the FOMO inform my decisions. Does that make sense? Whereas yeah. now I'm like, oh shit, I know I'm going to have FOMO with that, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Which I feel like, even this weekend coming up for oh, us now. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever day it is now, by the time this podcast comes out the weekend, Will be gone, but like I would love to go and get like white claw wasted with you on Friday at Becky Hill. Yeah, and then our friend Ashley is thirty. I know, and I'd love to go to that as well. But I've just moved into house and I can't. Like I'm in a go van I at like, half nine Saturday morning.
1: I'm so proud
0: of you because I feel like I'm. I'm prioritizing. I'm
1: prioritizing my life. I know. Well Whereas done.
0: Before I prioritize a ball. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with me. No, you it's just a bit like, weird. No,
1: it's. <laughs> Don't like I'm it. I'm honestly proud of you. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I'm thinking next week I mean, I could probably do a weekend off. Oh you could, but course. you won't. But I won't. Only because it's a work thing though. The yeah. Friday is a work
0: yeah, thing. No, for, yeah, no, um, Friday, that is a work thing. Um,
1: that is a work thing, but
0: even if it wasn't.
1: I know. <laughs> I'm but, glad you're being honest. But like the reason why I'm being honest is because I genuinely, genuinely mean this with all my heart. COVID and last year or the last two years I didn't feel myself. I didn't feel present. A lot of the time I don't remember like different things that happened at, whether we were on our nights out or uh, weekends away, whether it be festivals, whether it be in holidays with Jamie. I wasn't myself. I'm yeah. looking back like I didn't enjoy those times. So now going forward into all these different things, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I just like feel myself and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. So even at the weekend, It was just that, like, even when the guy said that to me, I was like, oh, this is so nice. However, I do get FOMO very, very bad. You do, Neve.
0: Yeah. Like, if you're, if you're, if if we're, like, I'm only thinking of um, the Weekend of Wellfest, when you couldn't stay out with us Saturday night. I was fuming. We were all getting texts on the hour individual being like, (laughs) I can't believe this. I miss you all. What are you doing? Um, Oh, are you here? And we're like, oh, poor Neve is going through it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was
1: like, you know, I want well, to come I'm, back in We I were know, like, come
0: back, back in. in I
1: know, I know But I just had to be responsible Also on that there, A lot of you's, you know Alias came out And I hadn't seen Craig in ages And then Feely came in And then Alias were just having a ball And I was like, oh, oh god, I should have stayed out
0: There's some crocs of shit on the internet that I have to say, right? Go on I was looking up like Ways of dealing with FOMO, okay? <laughs> I know, one of mine uh, Try digital detox <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know This her. one made me annoyed, right? Go on. Keep a journal. A journal for FOMO. <laughs> for what? Like, is that just like, it reminds me of, you remember when you used to do CSPE in secondary school and like the right answer to everything was like make a poster or have a bake sale? It's like, that is the new age. Write it down, keep a journal. It's like, for what? What are you going to say? I, I feel like when you have a journal and write it down, it's like...
1: It's, very, it's good for people who are kind of going through stuff they're going through a breakup No, I triggers. get
0: that I, I mean, like I have the is, head plan I love Denise Kenny Byrne you don't need to keep a journal for FOMO No, you don't You have to draw a line under that I know And just be like it's grand I'll have another night out you don't need to write it down I know, I know Like I'm You're reading here this? that
1: like try digital detox spending too much time on your phone reducing your usage even doing, you know a break from digital devices I understand
0: that though I do understand that too. But then what else would you be doing? No, because FOMO is... <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> Get a journal, Niamh. <laughs> <laughs> We've been over this. No. But like digital detox, like you're... Where you see all your mates having a ball is know. on social. So like if you're off it... Now, I was grateful I was on an island, so I had very little coverage. That's actually so what true. What I saw, I saw enough of. Yeah.
1: I know, I did send you a photo, didn't I? But it was only
0: because I missed you. No, well, you said you didn't miss me, which was Oh, I was... You were carrying on. I was carrying on. You know me, I love a bit of lip. (laughs) You know, I wasn't in the studio to give you a box. (laughs) And
1: you know, like, nine ways to overcome FOMO is you can't do it all. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah, I'm living by that now. And I have to swallow that.
0: Yeah, you're not there yet, though,
1: but I am. I know. It's not that bad. I need to get there. We... Be where your feet are, so focus on the present moment. I'm rolling my eyes here for any new here. <laughs> Choose experiences over status updates. What? So do things that matter to you, not what you can write about online sometimes people go out uh, and yeah, be like mean. oh, this will actually be a good opportunity to ta- do a poster oh. I'll be there and I'll be like I'm going to wear a nice outfit this yeah, yeah. rather than you're not going out for the purpose of just wanting to see your friends that's and spend an epidemic
0: time. I think people who do that so is the vapes but here we are
1: <laughs> very bad <laughs> <laughs> And then do one thing do one thing at a time. It's hard to multitask or focus on one thing at a time. Yeah, I guess. I don't know how that falls oh, into it. Uh, minimize distractions. Sometimes it's good to just turn off your phone.
0: Surely that would do the opposite. Like minimize distractions. Like I would rather be distracted. Like I was distracted at the weekend because I went away with my family. So whereas if I was just sitting in. I suppose it's like probably related to your phone. Like, you know,
1: turn off your phone so you're not distracted by your phone. Yeah, you can focus enough. on other stuff than yeah. other people's lives and not getting the though, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um ask when questions. What? So like what's important now? What's important to you now, Nessa?
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I told you I haven't found my life mission yet. <laughs> and then it has the grass is always greener so people often seem happier on Facebook and Instagram Facebook, and TikTok. What's that? That's obviously... uh, Was this
0: written in the 90s? (laughs) There's
1: (laughs) a lot of people that still use Facebook. I I feel like it's a different generation, but there could be, you know, other people that use Facebook listening to us. And I think that's so true. Like, I feel like a lot of people only put the good stuff up on Instagram. 100%. Only the good reels up, you know, glamorous, lovely, pretty, aesthetically, and then that can just be like, oh that can really be and I also feel like if you see that too much you're like Mm. oh god I want to go out this weekend and feel good I have
0: to say I only would have FOMO of my friends things that I'm missing out on with my friends whereas I know yeah actually me too some people would be like they see other people living a certain way or doing things and they Mm. have FOMO because they're not doing that I I feel maybe I'm just happy and where I'm at but it's always with I would have FOMO of my friend group if I'm yeah. missing out on the crack that everyone's having or that experience.
1: Do you think people would have FOMO in like a workplace, like on a career, like the fear of missing out? Like if Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So I suppose it's very broad. Or
0: like well
1: I would be like you I just get the FOMO because I'm not having you're a ball. Right, you're not minutes. having a ball. And I hate when you're like, Annie, of you weren't there. I'm like, oh, was I not we there. We don't do... Yeah, Grant. Yeah, Grant. <laughs> you
0: weren't there. Sorry. We don't do that. Excuse me? I don't do that. What? I No. Sometimes I can start you, if you, you want. Play, sometimes you play up to it, honey. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I'm trying to have... I'm trying to pretend sometimes that I have Jomo. What's, what the... F- <laughs> joy uh, of missing out. The joy of missing out? Yeah, like sometimes... Now, I've had it a couple of times. Like... There's been times over the past couple of months where, like, I haven't gone out. And I'm like, oh, oh God, yeah. I couldn't be happier. Oh, God, when you're... W- and you're when getting you- into bed and you're, like, mm-hmm. cosy little kitten. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up the next morning and, feeling and... fresh. I feel like Snow White, you know, pulling the curtains and all the animals are singing. You're just like, <laughs> Jomo, baby. Jo- oh, I love Jomo. Yeah. Okay, so it is the time of the week where we go to Loathe of the Week or Lol of the Week or... Attack on Spar, which seems to be when I've done a lot, but I, I'm not doing that anymore. Thank God, for a spar I know. I was it. like, they need to sponsor us for silence. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to stop? Pay for it? No. <laughs> um. Well, why are you Why are you doing? Are you lolling? Are you loathing? No,
1: I've allowed. I've allowed because I'm. I just realised how grateful I am going on my holidays without getting my period. Because the last time I was in Nice. I I oh, was so so I could so I started off in the airport and you know me, airport dad, usually very organized and whatnot. But like anything that Jamie did irritated me. I was like, oh Oh god, yeah. Do you know when you're just like everything, everything bugs you like even like he went to put his arm around me and he got the back of my hair Fuming. Oh I was like What are you doing that for? No, I didn't but I was just looking at him, he was like, well, What's wrong with you? I was like, I don't know, I think I'm just tired. And usually I'm, like, grand. I'm, like, wouldn't be too bad tired. Anyway, got on the plane, arrived in Nice. Bada bing, bada boom. Skitty kitty period arrived. And is there anything worse than a surprise period? No. But then a surprise period when you're on holidays.
0: Do you not ever feel a little bit grateful that you're like, oh, I'm not insane. It was just my period. When you're- Oh, I was totally grateful and I'm not like yeah. pregnant.
1: Thank God. Okay. Well, that's well yeah. I, that as well. Richard, yeah, that as well. Because, you know, Yeah. That, no time for babies right now, mm-hmm. um. But grateful for not being pregnant and then grateful but like, oh my god, this makes so much sense. And then like I remember running up of him being like, I got my period. He was like, Yeah, well, like I could have told <laughs> I'm you. Surprised it's there. I was like, I know your mood every month when you go a bit skitty So, but I just I have to express how how much it upset me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not really, but I had cramps. My period, like, my womb sits on, like, my belt, so my tummy was a bit upset. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have the, like, an average flow. It would be pretty heavy. Okay. And then in the heat over there, I had, like, you know, like, you're, I get the sweats anyway in my period. I tend to get, like, a little bit sweaty for a couple of hours. So I had the sweats and the heat, and then, like, you're a little bit sweaty down there between your bum cheeks, and then you can't get into the water, and you're just really out of sorts. And just to add, you're fucking so bloated. Yeah, so that's my that's time. my load of the week, but I'm happy and grateful that I'm going into Portugal now without my period because I was so pissed off. Although I was happy that I got my period, I always feel like oh, I got my period. I don't know why because I'm not on any contraception. I'm t- I try to do the natural cycle, so anytime yeah. I do get my period, I have a moment of yes, okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. So a win is yeah. a win. A win is a win. So that was my load. So anyone who gets their period on
0: holidays, it's pretty solidarity to you it's is. just awful. Well, I'm gonna try and lift the mood a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is my load. Yeah. Uh right, well I'm back with a lol. Woo! Back to back loads there, but the redemption tour continues. I'm back. <laughs> right, so I was driving back from Ackle while well, I was being a passenger princess uh, on Monday and It this just reminded me of we were driving by, you know, that sign and it's tiredness kills. Yeah, everybody's seen it like at some point when you're on the motorway. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of the fact that my dad used to work with somebody who thought it was a town. She was like, I always drive by that tiredness kills, (laughs) and I I never see the turn off for the town. And everyone was like, What? She's like, yeah, you know, the tiredness kills town. Like, I I just never see the turn off for it. And everyone's like, oh. How on earth? I'm dyslexic and like, that's beyond. That, there's no even point in even going there. (laughs) Leave her off. Leave her off. She's on her own. But I swear to God, it never leaves my brain. Every time (laughs) I go by, it's like, tiredness kills town. Can I tell you a funny story
1: that would kind of lead on to that? When we were going, I was going up to Belfast and this is how I'm really dyslexic. And we were looking out for it. Neve look out for the key. Like what they were saying the keys. Oh, yeah. Do you remember yeah. this?
0: Well, no, I wasn't there, but I know where it's going. I know. And,
1: <laughs> and I was like on Google Maps and I was looking out for the signs. And I was like, Neve, are we coming up to the keys yet? And I was like, no, 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 no. And then Jamie grabbed my phone. Or it wasn't Jamie actually. Sorry, it was years ago someone grabbed my phone they were like Neve, and I was like no babe that's it's saying the quays
0: <laughs> oh god love bit <laughs> but there was a sign for the keys the whole time and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I thought that but was that, the quays that makes more like I understand that from a dyslexic point of view it's yeah. t- like, but we went miles common off common sense tiredness kills mm. I know that's what I mean
1: I'm dyslexic and I feel like I always got the tiredness kills didn't get the quiz, the keys. But. Yeah, but you got it now. <laughs> I did so. Oh, there you go. That's my lol. <laughs> and can we just mention, really funny, did any of you see the TikTok that Aileen Kate did where we all absolutely...
0: Yeah, I want to I want to call you out in this podcast. Yeah, I did you buy followers? No, it was all a joke. Are you sure? No, it was all a joke. I was like, I never thought that you did no. that Oh,
1: Jesus. Did you not watch the end? Did I fuck Kira Ryan's brother? I hope not. So that was Philly Ryan, that's Jamie Ryan, Jamie Ryan, that's Jamie's best friend. I, I actually so it feel like it's put off for me at the end. Oh, if you go on TikTok, it was, you oh. um, know, sure, there was loads of lies, like Ellie, like, fully has a boyfriend. Yeah, I was like, "Well, they're really, yeah, they're really going the in, in on it. <laughs> <laughs> and what else was there? There was also, like, David, Um, isn't with eighteen for her? For his money, and uh, for her money, he a really good job. Like it was all like a bit oh, of a okay. piss take. Okay. But I actually had a lot of people writing to me, being like, "Did you fuck Kira Ryan's brother? Oh my god, when did you get with Philly?" And I was like, "Oh my god, it was a joke, guys. I did not." Okay, accept I it, honestly think friend. you need to check the Instagram. I feel like it clipped off the
0: bit where. It was oh, it written, did. Or, it it was did it,
1: it went past a minute. Okay. But anyway, so just to clarify, girls, that was all a joke, and I actually think it's been taken down now. Devo, I thought it was a bit um. funny. I thought it was gas. So just to clear the air, I did buy my followers. Did you? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. You can check that online. Oh my god, <laughs> girls, I'll be back. to yeah, yeah, yeah. offline. Um, no, I didn't buy my followers, and I didn't fuck Kira brother, which is Jamie's best friend. Alright Well, that's that. That's that. We'll clear the it air, there, will we? Clear the air. Well, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. I can't believe we're episode five. Whoop, whoop. But don't forget to
0: like, rate and subscribe to this podcast. Leave a review and tell a friend if you like this podcast. And if you want to get in contact, our email is unveiled at goloudnow.com.
1: You'll find Unveiled first on the Goloud app and all major podcast platforms too. Goodbye and God bless. Goodbye and God bless, baby.
0: (laughs) Unveiled with Neva Nessa, a Goloud original podcast.